0: Here comes the sun. Doo-doo-doo-doo. Doo-doo-doo-doo. Thank you, Ollie Burley. Well, folks, you know what that sound means. It is Thursday at 4 p.m., a little bit after 4 here on KDNK, and you are listening to Everything Under the Sun, the Sopra Sun's weekly radio program right here on KDNK. Today, I'm your host, James Steinler, and I'm ac- accompanied by... Some of my favorite people and indeed my favorite co-workers uh, from the Sopra Sun. We have Editor-in-Chief Raleigh Burley in the house. Hello, Raleigh. Hey. And we have Executive Director Todd Chamberlain. How are you doing, Todd? I'm doing great. Glad to be here. Awesome. Good to see you. And we have um, Editor of El Sol del Valle, Vanessa Porras. How are you doing, Vanessa? i good. Thank you so much for being on the air today on KDNK. Um, We have a fresh issue out for everyone to look through. Just head on down to the nearest yellow newsstand. You can pick up a paper copy or you can go online to com, And it's a good one.
1: And we do have um, some late breaking news to announce today. Um, But I'll hold the suspense just a little bit um, to announce that we did call a band called um, Alpin Glow, Aspen Glow. So I just want to apologize to that band. They're playing at the Nugget. Um, mm. You'll find them in the calendar. So, okay. Now that we've cleared that out of the way.
0: Fantastic. <laughs> so Alpin Glow is the is the actual name. Alpin Glow. Great. Not to be confused. Check them out at the <clears> Nugget <throat> if you're looking to uh, dance the night away. I think um, that's Friday. That's Friday. Okay. Mm-hmm. We'll check it out Friday night then.
1: And now for that breaking news. Brr. Our editor of the section El Sol del Valle, which is the Super Sun's Spanish uh, newspaper, which has grown in, in the past two years to be a standalone with Aspen Daily News, continues to grow. We're part of a cohort of eight media organizations here in the Valley. Um, we're aiming to launch a dedicated website later this year. And as part of that, we are so proud to announce that Vanessa Porras, who has been our part-time editor, is coming up to be a full-time salaried position with the Sopra Sun. Fantastic. We are so <laughs>
0: pleased to bring you that breaking news. So thank you, Vanessa, for joining the team and elevating Spanish and uh, Latina voices in the Valley.
2: Yeah, it's. Um, I mean, it's great to work with you guys, um, and it's honestly so crazy how I started as a columnist and now I'm I'm here. So it's it's awesome. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, it's been fantastic, and uh, I always like to read as much as I can in the Spanish section. Um, do you remember your first column for the for El Sol del Valle?
2: Oh,
1: that's
0: a good
3: question. I'm sorry, putting you on the spot, (laughs) unscripted. No,
2: I think, uh, I don't remember what it was titled, but I remember I was kind of going on a little bit of a rant, like I usually do, on uh, why art is for everyone. And at the time, I was an art educator, so I had a lot of people say, like, oh, well, I don't paint or do any of that stuff because I'm not an artist. So it was the title, even uh, Raleigh helped me come up with it Um, al No Artista is to the non-artist and, you know, just to all those people that don't consider themselves artists or creatives. I, yeah, just kind of continued on that theme of creativity and why it's for everyone. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, and so that was, I mean, you were one of the original columnists. (coughs) That's part of Mm -hmm. our news today as well, that March 4th marked the two-year anniversary of El Sol de Valle. So Mm -hmm, you've written for over two years so that's at least like 24 columns um one a month and then you took the reins as a part-time editor um taking over from cristal mariscal uh, last year
2: yeah june
1: okay nice so coming up on one year um quick how has that experience been it was something that um Maybe you didn't have so much experience in previously.
2: I had no experience.
3: <laughs>
2: um, it's been awesome. I think that uh, Cristal was a really good mentor. Just coming um, into the position, and honestly, like you guys are awesome in just letting me figure it out and be creative. And you know, the 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 group of. Um, columnists the contributors that we have right now have also been really graceful and just like you know just very supportive and they trust me wholeheartedly which is you know can be a lot of pressure but it's also just really fun to work with them and support them and um yeah I didn't realize how much I would enjoy it.
0: I want to touch on that since you mentioned it, because you're also working with a plethora of Latino contributors. Mm-hmm. Um, so, how is that to be working here in the Valley, where you're ser- we're serving a need um, with El Sol del Valle for Spanish readers, and also working alongside um, uh, members of the Latino community?
2: Um, I th- I mean, for that, I think that I had a experience. Um, working with the Latino community and just like outreach programs in the work that I was doing previously um, and I got to meet a lot of the community members and um, organizing all these different art classes. There was, I actually worked with Angelica who's um, one of our contributors mm-hmm. and she's a um, literature professor or was a literature professor down in Mexico City. And we had collaborated in, on some of those workshops, and it was really awesome to see how some of these uh, community members who didn't know that they could write or hadn't really experienced like writing poetry, for example, like were able to write something so beautiful. Um, and so I think that for me was, a, or this work for me is that continuation of that work of just like giving people the opportunity to express themselves. And now with like the professional development that we've been doing, I think that they've been feeling a lot more comfortable writing and expressing those thoughts in a very like, n- maybe not so like academic, but just like in a professional way.
0: Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. And you'd mentioned Heather uh who does have a column this week, uh, narrativas, chilingas? Uh, chilingas, Chilangas. Yeah. <laughs> chilingas on page uh, 12 of this week's issue.
1: And one thing I think, too, about you bringing in Angelica has been um, bringing opportunities for professional development to our columnists. Like, we recently had a three-part series from a journalist in Mexico City who's also an educator uh, teaching our contributors for El Sol del Valle things about producing news stories in addition to columns. And so I just really appreciate about you how you've you've taken the initiative to grow what it means to be a contributor to sold that
2: yeah i mean i definitely think it's a group effort we're all helping each other and trying to sustain something that i think we all see the value in um especially you know the fact that there are no like spanish print um media around here so i think that that's a really good opportunity and we're definitely filling a gap
0: And um, El Sol Del Valle, while there's uh, the insert, of course, in the Sopra Sun that runs each week, there's also a standalone. um, As a collaboration with Aspen Daily News, the Sopra Sun and Aspen Daily News launched a standalone some time ago. And that has not only content that comes from El Sol Del Valle contributors, but also the AP wire Mm -hmm. to kind of connect people who um, may live here but still have families back in uh, different countries. Can mm-hmm. you speak to the importance of that? Sure. All right. <laughs> All right.
2: Um, yeah. No, it's it's actually a lot of fun being able to curate what's going to come out um, on the ADN side of Sol del Valle uh, because there's there are a lot of. Like, I'm Mexican, but I I don't feel like I can really speak to all the Latino community. Like, what I consider important as a Mexican might not be important as, to somebody else from a different country. And, and that's not just to say that we're all um, just covering. So, like, I guess what I'm trying to say is when I'm curating that section, the AP wire stuff i'm also thinking about who's in the valley so i know that there's a lot of people from spain i know that there's people from argentina i know that you know colombia venezuela like central america and so like i'm i'm very much trying to curate things in a way that kind of fills this like larger umbrella of the spanish-speaking community Mm. and i don't know how good of a job (laughs) I'm doing at that but it's definitely um what I have in mind when I'm putting that together
0: well I think you're doing a fantastic job and I know I'm not the only one um but also being a Latina and being more connected with the Latino community I think is really helpful Mm -hmm. in terms of and like you just said you kind of know, um, different backgrounds and different countries that people might come from. Um, you more have the ear of the Spanish speaking community. Um, so that seems like it's, it's just such a necessary step. It seems like in media, when it comes to covering, um, Uh, the Latino community in our case in this valley, uh, because up until now it's been largely, you know, and we learned at the Colorado Press Association uh, convention last year that it's been a largely Anglo-dominated
1: industry.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, I think the increasing representation piece is, is a lot. And with that comes like certain professional development and you know, opening the aperture for people to consider, yeah, I could be a journalist, a Spanish speaking mm-hmm. bilingual journalist here in the Roaring Fork Valley. That's that's a, a career yeah opportunity.
2: Yeah, I think that what it's doing for the contributors now, especially after the professional development, like they they all started doing their monthly columns, but now they're branching out a little bit more and asking themselves that question of like, can I write something bigger like can I go out into my own community and interview people and get to know like these different services that are going on and report on that stuff so I think that a lot of them do still have this mentality of like I'm doing this as a service to the community um which is great and I also want them to think about this as like this could potentially be something that you're very good at and you could you know, turn that even if if it's a side hustle, but you know, just this is sort of career.
1: For our English audience <clears throat> who might not understand a word of Spanish, what kind of topics do our contributors write about?
2: Um, <clears throat> so Angelica Breña, she talks about. So her column is called Sopa de Letras, which is like. Like soup letters? Like letter alphabet soup? soup. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> alphabet soup. I'm like trying to translate that. <laughs> like, I'm like, okay. Um, I'm good at my job. Um, <laughs> so she talks a lot about arts and culture. Um, she's bringing that perspective from like literature, but also she relates a lot of things back to like Mexico City where she has lived most of her life. Um, And then we have Trini Rochin, she talks a lot about um, mental health and like family dynamics and um, coming back to what's essential in those family dynamics. We have um, Hector Salas who talks about, um, I guess those are more like critiques to immigration. And he has a very interesting perspective being someone that um, is Latino, and her his parents are, you know, these part of the working class, but is very much also part of the Anglo culture. Mm-hmm. Um, so his perspective is really interesting, and in just the way that he perceives his life and the world around him. We have Geraldine, who also kind of touches on similar topics as Hector, and also mental health.
1: Mm-hmm. And she's a um First generation immigrant from Venezuela, right? So versus like the second generation. Yeah.
2: Yeah, so we have a couple Mexicans, one Venezuelan. Judith um, is covers medical um, topics. You have uh, Sargento Carlos Cornejo um, from Rifle. And he's covering those topics of you know like there's a lot of things that I think the Latino community doesn't necessarily understand about the legalities of the what it what relates to like the police department and how to stay safe or like things like that. And then we have Tony, mm-hmm. um, who also kind of covers the legal aspect of certain things and I think that's everyone I so hope I'm not missing anything.
1: quite educational is what I've noticed there's yeah. always like teaching
3: within the columns it's, yeah often. it's very
2: infor- informative
1: I do want to tie Todd into the conversation <laughs> <laughs> so no I'm, I'm, I'm learning some things so this is great <laughs> uh, Todd like this next year for Sol del is going to be really related to a grant we received with the Colorado Media Project um, that's going to be helping to pay for the salary, and it's also going to involve launching that dedicated website. Do you want to talk more about that collaboration and Yeah,
3: so, you know, it's it pretty amazing. I mean, I, I've i been with Sober Sun since 2019, and I think at that point we were one full-time employee and uh, a collection of part-time employees. And now we have four, four full-time employees and, and two and a half years later, three years later. So it's an amazing uh, tribute to the Roaring Fork community and what they, how they have supported us over the years. And I can't, I have the best job. I, I let you guys do what you do best, and I just have to go out and get the money. And this uh, collab uh, grant that we received for thirty five thousand dollars was just one piece of making this. Uh, Sustainable, hopefully, over the long term. We have a, a long ways to get there, but uh, I could foresee uh, this uh, being something that, that's around in, in 20 years that people are, are reading uh, what we started uh, two years ago. So I, I think part of the collaboration, uh, there, there's eight media organizations, and really I think everyone involved uh, is really wanting to uh, give the Latino community something that they haven't had in a long time in, in this valley. And I think from what I've heard, from, I get emails from all over the country, uh, calls from all over the country, asking me, what, what are we doing here? What's our magic formula? And and really, it's, I think, uh, dedicated employees, a uh, community that really cares about building bridges and uh, so that's that's an awesome thing about this valley. So
1: mm-hmm. that's awesome. I do want to shout out those partners with they the were. other media. <laughs> yeah, Aspen Journalism, Aspen Times, Aspen Daily News, uh, KJAX, Aspen Public Radio, KDNK, Radio La Tricolor, and the Post Independent, uh, who have been so supportive. And when we, you know, got through a year of scoping out, what are we going to do? What's the solution? How do we work together? Um, It all came around to let's support what the Soper Sun is doing. And so we've been put in a position of of trust and Mm -hmm. um, facilitating this uh, and making it work for all this media. And I I just can't say enough how honored we are to have the support of those other high-powered newsrooms and very professional, talented people. Backing us up, and also going to be offering content. So we hope this website has a sidebar with um, newscasts from APR, and also music bilingual shows like Pedro Al Walrus from Katie and um, and longer form investigative pieces from Aspen Journalism, and and the whole like, and and that appearing in the in the print edition uh, that is put together with Aspen Daily News, but also. Um, offering all kinds of content.
3: Yeah, it'll be an exciting website. I think we'll be uh, looking uh, for contributors uh, that might just want to help out uh, in, in building something uh, very special for the community. And uh, Vanessa is going to be kind of spearheading that effort. And she's starting off with, uh, I think, Facebook, Um, which will be a fun endeavor so a good good place to start (laughs) and Instagram we can't forget Instagram either. so
0: Um, it says so much of our community and uh, and how I was just saying giving a shout out to those uh, to the eight media organizations that we're not alone in this effort to enhance um, media coverage for the Latino community so again, just uh reaffirming what Raleigh just said, i suppose but um a big shout out to those other organizations and and
3: uh, and, and also some of the businesses that have been advertising and and uh right. actually sponsoring uh the the section for the last two years i I really appreciate it i i know we couldn't have done it without uh, some seed money from some of those organizations like Alpine Bank and First Bank. So. I was going to
0: say, I see First Bank, that half-page ad every week almost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there's
3: the, and and Alpine Bank has been very supportive, too. We, they gave a, a substantial amount uh, both last year and this year to help with our efforts. So thank you uh, to the business community because uh, without you, uh, the Soper Sun would not be viable. So.
1: And I um, just want to bring it back to, like, Vanessa's editor and manager of this digital product and also putting together ADN. Um, what's on your wish list? Are there any special, fun, new things you'd like to include or things we're already doing you'd like to enhance?
2: Um, I think one of the things that I would really and, – and we're already – on our way there. So it's, it's exciting that that's already underway. Um, getting more Spanish speaking, like either staff or contributors, um, making those connections with the community and in regards to like the website and like the social media presence, I think I'm really excited, you know, to make it more lively and colorful and, you know, adding some graphics and potentially, eventually, this is down the line, being able to hire, um, somebody who is in charge of doing those graphics. And, um, yeah, just, I, I would really like to be surrounded by a team of really creative people that are, you know, wanting to write, wanting to, you know, design, wanting to do all those things. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. And it's something we've talked about Internally, but how cool if El Sol del Valle grows into its own organization and mm-hmm. the Sopra Sun can say, wow, check that out. That's cool.
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> very cool. Uh, and it's heading that direction for sure. And just like Todd was saying earlier, how much the Sopra Sun has grown, uh, El Sol del Valle, I'm sure, will grow in the same, same direction for years to come. Um, This is a personal question for you, Vanessa. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Just thought of I know that you're a talented writer, um, and I mostly have read your English content. Do you prefer writing in English or Spanish?
2: That's a very good question, James. (laughs) Um, You know, it's funny because I keep a journal that I write in every single day, and I have an easier time writing in English than really? I do Spanish. <laughs> um, but I, I think, I think I have like separate personalities for both in English oh. and Spanish. Like, so it, it's definitely interesting, like the way that my brain kind of just switches from one language to the to the other. Um, but I don't know. I think both of them have a really beautiful way of, you know, being able to allow me to express. Um yeah, so I don't hmm. have a concrete answer. I like that's them both. a
0: wonderful <laughs> answer it, it sound and is it sometimes easier than it kind of sounds like um to convey certain things in either or
2: language? I think it's easier to do it in English for me because I didn't have any prior like education in Spanish mm. so like, think about me coming to the U.S. as a Mm six-year-old. I had probably maybe like one or two years of schooling, and you don't really learn much grammar or anything prior to that. So all the Spanish that I know in the way that I can write, it's kind of like the majority is self-taught. And then I did take a couple classes through CMC. Shout out to... Sarah Smith, who's like an amazing Spanish professor. Um, but yeah, it's definitely easier in English because I understand like grammar and I understand how to like structure a sentence better. But yeah, I think I'm getting there with Spanish. It's definitely been a learning curve, but not as big as I thought it would be.
0: Fantastic. Well, um, we, folks, you have been listening to everything under the Sun, Sopra Sun's weekly radio program right here on KDNK. Um, we are creeping up. We have about two minutes left in the show. So it's been lovely chatting with uh, newly full-time uh, El Sol Del Valle editor Vanessa Porras. Thank you so much, Vanessa. And executive director Todd Chamberlain of the Sopra Sun and um, my uh, comrade Raleigh burley <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> editor you, of the newspaper, son. Um, Thank you. Yeah. So, any final thoughts from anyone before we close out today's show?
3: I I just want to say welcome. We're we're so excited to have a full time person in charge and to spearhead the next iteration of, of of what this can become.
2: Thank you. Yeah. I would just say, pick up the newspaper and share it.
3: Oh my gosh, that's such good advice
1: (laughs) (laughs) Give a paper to a friend Give
3: a paper to a friend It's it's a great way to learn Spanish too
0: Absolutely, read the article in Spanish And then read it in English And then read it in Spanish again (laughs) Um Thank you, folks, for listening to Everything Under the Sun today. Uh, check out the most recent issue, which hit the newsstands first thing this morning. Uh, shout out to the going uh, for Quilt Guilds, who got on the cover this week. It is National Quilting Month this month, <laughs> the month of March. <laughs> Hasta luego.